This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'll be spending a day with Tubbo to uncover how Tubbo's rapidly become one of the most beloved entertainers on the internet at just 17 years old. How he bet almost his entire income on a Minecraft server that will likely change the landscape of gaming forever. And the jarring reactions from kids at school after he exploded in popularity overnight. By the end of this video, we'll find out if entertaining millions of followers and subscribers has been a wholly rewarding experience, or if trading his humble private life for immense fame has come with struggles and hardship more agonizing than anyone could ever fully comprehend. Hello, Tomo! Hello, nice to meet you, man. <laughs> Welcome to the US. This is your first time it's here. It's absolutely crazy here. Everything is just slightly supersized compared to the UK. There's some things that we just don't even have. Like, like what? Best Buy. I Best really, Buy. Gotta get down with Best Buy. It's just so different from anything I've ever it's seen like, before. What have you done so far? We've been driving around in a supercar, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. When you arrived here, I was like, uh, oh, are, are you the, the blue Mini Cooper? He was like, oh, we're in the blue McLaren. <laughs> And I hear this rumbling, assuming that it's like some kind of like work truck or something. And you pull out from behind the- I feel like such a snob. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get out wearing the jacket. Corpse gave me this jacket Corpse? and these chains. You were dressed by Corpse for this Corpse video. dressed me for this video. <laughs> When did you first start streaming? I started streaming three years ago, but it only really took off like a year and a half ago. What was your first content on the internet like? It was me and my friend. We played a server called Mindplex, and we would record like five, six minute videos a day. I put them into Movie Maker and upload like five a day. Did they pop off? No. One of them got six views once and I shat myself. Can you pull those up? I can pull up the ones before then. So how old were you here? 13. My friends. A dark day has become. Yes! No! War has bad. broken out. Yes! Over Minecraft, and it's our job to unite all the nations <laughs> once again. Oh, you're killing me inside. I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> has your name online always been Tubbo? Oh, God, no. Superman Power 500 is the first. Yes! After that, I was like, no, 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 this isn't good enough for me. Then I went to Blue Turtle, and I'm like, mm, Getting close. And then Spectrum XP. The internet service in Los Angeles? We don't have that in the UK, so mm. I'm like, Spectrum. Yeah. Mm. And then after Spectrum XP came Orthic Tubbo. Orthic? Like A W W T H I C C? No, no, no. Orthic. Orthic. Orthic Tubbo. And then I'm like, this kind of sucks. Why is my name on Twitch Orthic Tubbo? That's too long to say. And I'm like, I wonder if just Tubbo's available. And it wasn't. I'm like, Whoa. How did your content continue to evolve? This channel stopped because we moved house and I didn't get internet for like two months. So I'm like, well, I guess I can't do this anymore. So we had this one little box that I would sit on top of my computer with a SIM card on it. And it would be just enough to stream at 2,500 bit rate at 15 FPS in 480p. I met Tommy a week into me starting streaming. He raided me with 29 viewers and I lost my collective <laughs> shit. 40 viewers and I'm like, oh my God. And then yeah. he was like, you're amazing, let's go MVC. And then I spoke to him for the first time on stream and that VOD is still out there. 26 people are watching me, Jesus Christ. My follower counts literally skyrocket. He got me 10 followers. <laughs> and I remember staring at this VC, having it open on Discord, like, do I join? And then if I hadn't clicked that connect button, I wouldn't be here. He was the one which is like, okay, this is a huge opportunity playing on our Hypixel Skyblock Island. This is before the Dream SMP. And he was like, you need to be daily uploading. I'm like, how do I do that? That's so much 
time. Because I was like, I can't afford to pay an editor. And I was very, very lucky to find this one editor that was willing to really, really help me with all my videos. I would stream and I would record the videos live on stream so I could stream and record at the same time, like the uh, wombo combo effect. And yeah. then we split the VOD in half, he goes it, we're watching it at like eight times speed, chopping it up. <laughs> for, so you can release something every single every day. Every single day. And I managed to do this for two weeks until I collapsed and passed out of my bed. I never really understood the, the phrase on the grind, but in those two week period, it I It means feeling like you're gonna die constantly. It is. The grind is on the verge of death. I had dreams about video ideas. That that's how stupid it got. I had this one reoccurring nightmare every single night. It was, I was running away from the upload button. What? I was literally. <laughs> but I did that. And in that time, I managed to grow the stream from three, five viewers to 20, 40 viewers. And that two week of grind was so rewarding. You almost killed yourself to get 20 to 40. Yes. So it paid off. It did. Good job. Worth yeah. it. Yep. Did you have one thing that kind of blew up or was it a consistent growth period? Very roller coaster of emotion. I've never spoken about this before, but when I was feeling really demotivated, I went on these websites and I was like, pay 200 pounds a month for a Twitch viewer bot. I was looking at it and I'm like, oh my God, is that what I need? Do I need to buy a viewer bot? To inflate bot? it, looking to make it look like you were so popular. I, ne I never did it. From my daily uploading, I went from like 40 viewers and I stopped the daily uploading and I went back down to five. I was in red alert, I was panicking. And then I did more research about people who got caught oh. for using viewer bot and I'm like, <laughs> and looking back, I am so incredibly fortunate I didn't do that. If Twitch found out, they would have just deleted my channel. Right, like, and you would right not up. be I would not here be. today. But then one day I was at school and I was invited to SMP Earth. From SMP Earth, I was able to get 100 average viewers. So I kept the 100 viewers and I really went hard. I got to like an average of 300 viewers on my own. And then Tommy joined the Dream SMP and then Dream messaged him from my understanding, like after his first stream was like, hey, if you want a mate on the server, we're looking to expand it. And then he put forward my name. He could have put forward anyone, but he chose me as well. And then my first stream on there, I broke 1,000 viewers. Damn. And then I broke 7,000 viewers. And then after that, I broke 10. Then the first law stream, I broke 20. Second law stream, I broke 40. Third law, law stream, I broke 200,000. <laughs> That's how quickly it blew up? The jump from 40 to 200,000 was like a month. What were you thinking there sitting? Like, so did you have your numbers one, on? Could you see how many viewers were in there? Honestly, after that stream, I threw up. Like, <laughs> genuinely. Once a number gets past a certain threshold, for me, it's unquantifiable. Past 500 was unquantifiable. So yeah. on that first stream, I'm like, there's enough people here to topple an empire. What yeah. am I doing here? <laughs> When did you realize that you could turn this into a, a full-time career? Yeah, so I got my first paycheck and I'm like, <laughs> holy crap, I can buy a car. In one paycheck, you had enough to buy a car. Yeah, <laughs> and that blew my mind. Like, did you show your parents? I showed my parents and they're like, <laughs> and we all just kind of sat there like, did we ever really talk about it? Because my dad sat back there. Yeah. I very remember in the beginning, you guys were convinced that the people donating were pedophiles. And looking back at it, there were some dodgy ones. Because you were what? You were like 15, 16. In hindsight, the first person that ever donated me probably was a wrong one, so they were right to have that. It went from one low end of the extreme to one unfathomably high end. And my sense of money has been so unbelievably warped because I constantly go to my mum and dad like, was this too much to pay for this? I don't know how much this is supposed to cost. When that happens to someone, they either stay living the lifestyle that they had beforehand, or they go the opposite way, and then they just start spending all the money because they're like, 
Uh, I, I'm used to living I with know, none. What does I it matter went, if I spend I went it all? I to Pizza Hut and I had no idea what an acceptable amount was to tip. I tipped something like 400 times the bill. What? No, no, not 400 times. 400% more than the bill. Oh, okay. And, no, 400%, not 400%. 400% more. So, more, sorry. So four and, times the bill. Yeah, four times the bill. And I'm like, yeah, that seems about right. And then I spoke about it afterwards and they're like, you did what? So you were still going to school when you blew up? When I was in secondary school, three days before COVID closed it down, I had announced my Instagram and I turned my school Instagram into my streaming Instagram. You mean and you're the one that you use for classmates? Yeah, yeah. And then on stream that night, I announced it and I went up 300,000 followers in three hours. So then everyone at your school saw it? Like for the last three days, I had people kind of like, it was the year of my GCSEs, which is the massive exam you take to get your real life qualification. And you're supposed to take that at school. Yeah, I was failing almost every single class. Because you were spending too much time streaming. Yeah, 120 I mean, I never hours actually a week. told father that, but I, I, was, <laughs> I was failing everything. I never did a piece of homework in my life. First, I put it into Grammarly and swapped out all the words, and then I put it into an algorithm to change it. That's how I submitted my English homework, because I'm very... <laughs> Because I'm very dyslexic. I see your dad over there just shaking his no, head no, no, no. right now. I almost managed to program a Python thing to do it for me. So I could just press go, input the sheet, and it would do all of it for so me. So you were more of a programmer than it an essay writer. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I really cheated, which is why I was so stressed for the exam. And then I didn't have to do them. God is on my side. So much, so much head shaking from your dad back there. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any creepy stuff of you online? Before we continue learning about the world of Tubbo, I wanted to give you a couple recommendations for some other incredible things to watch that I have absolutely no bias toward whatsoever. Like there's this episode on YouTube called I Spent a Day with Dream. There's I Spent a Day with Corpse. I Spent a Day with Carl. Oh, and there is also an upcoming episode in a couple weeks apparently called I Spent a Day with Rambu. Uh, totally not recommending you to go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell just to know for no reason. And also a lot of you have been asking me, Anthony, how do you fund your show? To which I would respond by thanking Purple for sponsoring this episode and dropping a few details like, Purple mattresses provide incredible comfort while you sleep by using what they call the grid, a revolutionary ventilated design that allows air to flow through it seamlessly so you could stay cool, all night, night without flipping the pillow halfway through the night, which honestly is one of the biggest things that prevents me from having a thorough night's sleep for once in my goddamn life because that pillow becomes a fucking hot brick. But then halfway through the night, no problems with purple pillows. And right now, you'll support this series and get 10% off any order of $200 or more by going to purple.com slash Padilla and using promo code Padilla. Baby, again, that's all so easy to remember, right? Purple.com slash Padilla with promo code Padilla. You'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more and support this series. Terms apply, of course. So get in there quick. To which a lot of people would probably say, wow, that was a mouthful, but how else do you support this series? And I might say something like, thank you, honey, for your continued support in sponsoring this series, which as you know, honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart so you no longer have to stare at that empty discount code box in your cold, dead eyes every time you're at checkout because if honey finds a working coupon, a little honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupon. 
And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech to popular fashion brands and food delivery. Honey has personally saved me a disturbing amount of money when I venture into my online buying stupor, including some of the treasure that you will notice on my fingers right now. Honey is literally free and installs in just a few seconds. So if you want to do yourself a solid and also support this series, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Padilla. Again, it's free. And if you go to joinhoney.com slash Padilla, you'll be directly supporting this series. Now, back to the world of Tubbo. Have you ever felt like your self-worth was attached to any of your numbers or viewership? A hundred percent. It's because it's so daunting on how it's every single dashboard you click on as a creator on Twitch has a massive green up arrow and confetti or a red. You suck. Your life is shit arrow. And when I saw 30,000 viewers, I'm like, what the hell? What am I doing wrong? This is the pattern. There will be ups and downs, but it still made me really not want to stream. Because you were scared of seeing that lower yeah, number? Yeah, and then hence, I made an alt channel and I streamed on there like 12 hours a day and then I never streamed on my main. Looking back at it now, I was so stupid and it, I fixed all of this. One day I went on Phil's stream and I was like, Phil, your viewers fluctuate from like 90,000 to like 15. How do you stay unaffected by it? And he's like, May, I just turn off the view account, May. And I'm like, <laughs> you can do that? And then he showed me how to turn it off. And I have never had more fun streaming than I have now. Opening up that part of your brain that was dedicated to all that worry and stress that you're giving regarding numbers. Once you stopped worrying about that, do you feel like it opened yourself up to work on all these cool things that you're now working on? A hundred percent. As soon as I stopped that, like the creativity I felt is like unmatched to ever before. Everything I'm doing right now is what I've been dreamed of and been ambitious about since I was like 11. And being able to do these amazing things, oh, I really wish I could talk about some. There's some I can, but there's some I can't. I can tell you if you want. I will bleep this for you. I'm making... No! Yes! How far it's out are we cool. from that? So it's been worked on for quite a while now. And also, I'm making a... Which covers the entire process of coming up with the concept of the idea to... From start to finish. Well, I'm gonna bleep, yeah. bleep all of it. And that's that's on my grave. Better be. I will bleep, I promise, I promise. I, if I hype it up now, I it will promise. be ruined. I promise, I promise, I promise. I promise, I promise, I promise. Pinky promise, I will bleep that. Okay. Sacred the, pink, the sacred, sacred this is vow. sacred. You must get recognized a lot. Yeah, it's quite a bit. But you blew up during the pandemic, so. It was kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. But when I came out of quarantine, it was immediate, mm. relentless. And then my local town newspaper, the Bogner Observer, did like this story on me where they had taken photos of me, which I don't even know where it's from. They'd like tracked me down and taken photos Wait, of me. Wait, they without... literally got paparazzi style photos. It was, po it was personal investigator scary. style. I, these photos were taken when me and one of my old schoolmates were at the arcade. And did it, you have no idea these photos I were being no taken until it was taken. published? Yeah, and I was a little bit like, is this just how it is or is this wrong? Has fame taught you anything about privacy? I was always under the impression that the world was wonderful and everyone was really nice. I remember those good old yeah. days. It kind of dawned on me like a couple months ago, like, you know what? Not everything is safe. It's kind of sad when that naive side of you gets kind of sucked out of you. In terms of the content thing, I was under the impression that all the content stuff was amazing all the time. Yeah. But when that was kind of, I was kind of like, oh, this doesn't feel so good. I experienced burnout for the first time. And I was like, Let's just sleep for 24 hours, <laughs> for like three days. Is that all that worked? Was that it? Yeah. You just needed sleep? Just lying in my bed completely still for like 18 hours at a time. Just like giving yourself a chance to not it's be like, looking at social media, it's thinking like a about streaming. factory streaming. reset, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Because you know, life is exhausting. Sometimes existing Sometimes is existing exhausting. exhausting. Yeah. Have you seen any creepy stuff of you online? 
yes. I feel like that just comes with the territory, right? No one can prepare you for what you're about to see of yourself online the moment that you become popular. There is some very sexual images of me on the internet. And you are 17, by the way. Yes, which is criminal. It's not very nice. It makes me feel a little bit like, maybe it's time to pack this whole streaming thing up. It's violating. Yeah, it's definitely a new level of invasion of privacy. The reason I signed up especially was just to have a nice creative outlook. And I know yeah. that's quite the same with a lot of other people. Yeah. It comes with all these downsides and you never really hear much about the downside. I feel like I'm gripping at the very little privacy I have left. Like, it's like I'm holding it. I'm like, no, I earned this privacy, leave me alone. How does that relate to dating and Public yeah, there's relationships. a couple of things that I'll never talk about ever on the internet, and that is dating, relationship, very close friends. Mm -hmm. That is the minuscule strand. Yeah. I think I would lose my mind if I lost that. Man, if I'm gonna be honest, I dropped out. You've made mu you made a music video. You made I a did. song I for did. the first time. Was that your first song that, that you was ever made? My first time I ever doubted the music. Your first song, "Life by the Sea," your first song you ever made. Yep. Eleven million views on YouTube. Seventeen million plays on Spotify. Really? I know you haven't looked at the numbers. I haven't looked at I just that. Looked That's at the numbers. That's a twenty-eight million collective views slash listens. No way! In just a matter of a few months. I shit you not, I haven't checked it since like a week after I published it. <laughs> that has just blown my mind. I had no idea. Would you say that the lyrics in, in this song are the most vulnerable you've ever been? I feel like you talked yeah, about so like, many When things. I wrote the song, this was probably the peak of me being really stressed by the numbers. Uh, and I use this as a form of escapism, but you might think you have to accelerate all the time, but realistically, slowing down can make your content miles better. Life is about ups and downs constantly. 100%. Right? It's so healthy to always have the mindset of I'm gonna do better than that because you might never but that doesn't matter it's about having the mindset and the positivity that really does trickle down to everything in life because once you start getting scared about the fall yeah. and of like experiencing moments that aren't as great as the one before yeah. then you guarantee yourself that you will never experience something as great because you're gonna be stuck in that worry cycle and that worry 100%. cycle is guaranteeing that you're never gonna be as happy as you possibly can be, yeah. do as much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. It's so important to be in a good place yeah. mentally in order to create the things you love and enjoy creating the things you love. You talked about some things that you'd never talked about before. You mentioned that you crashed your parents' car the first time that you drove. Sorry. <laughs> was your dad in the car? My whole family was. My sisters were in the back taking quote unquote terror selfies. <laughs> My mum was in the passenger seat teaching yeah. me how to drive. So she's like, this is the accelerator, this is the clutch, because obviously everything's manual in the UK. Yeah. Okay, you need to find the biting point where the clutch and the accelerator leveled out. And then I found it and she's like, brake! I'm like, where's the brake? So she's talking about the clutch yeah. and the gas pedal, but not the brake. And then she was screaming, brake, brake, brake. And I was stressing and doing this with the wheel and then we went right into a grass verge. Was the car okay? The car was indeed okay. Now I got that out of the way. Were the humans okay? Physically fine. Emotionally. That's gonna, therapy's what they need for that. You've gone on to sell a ton of merch and ukuleles. That was a very out there idea, making for merch. You sold out, right? Yeah, like that. The factory that was manufacturing the ukulele was like, you need to stop, we can't make this many. There's not enough trees on this planet. They did manage to clutch up and make them, but it was so stressful. In the first three minutes of the shop, what I can say, there was over 200,000 people on the site. 200,000 like, people on the, the site. It was something ludicrous like that. 200,000 people. Just in the queue, watching the timer tick down. Just waiting down. to buy something. And I'm like, holy shit. And see, the thing is, after I sold my merch, that opened up so many more doors because a lot of the limiting factor for my ambitious ideas was the money side of things. After I sold my merch, I'm like, let's just go ham. Let's yeah. do it all. What are these? 
new projects that you're working on now that you can actually afford to fund them? Tubnet is my Minecraft network, which I'm working on. All Minecraft server technology has been stuck in the Minecraft version 1.8, which came out seven years ago. When so you were 10 years when old. I was 10, <laughs> these servers were beginning. Yeah. And now there is so much more opportunity, and we're able to do things which have never been attempted in Minecraft before, such as full cross compatibility from iPhone to Nintendo Switch, Xbox to computer. Has that ever been done? Never been done on a scale this large because the technology just wasn't there. But my developers, I can't praise them enough. They're absolutely amazing. My team of managers, artists, they're absolutely, like there's about 20, 20 to 30 people working on this project. There's a huge hole in the there's market. It feels, it feels like I know. it should and, be done by now, right? Yeah, and the main thing I want to drive home with this server is that there's so many scummy servers which extort money and are so pay to win and promote gambling to kids. But I just want to not promote gambling to children. How hard is that not to do? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, it seems like that would be the baseline, right? That's like the bottom rung. No gambling. Mm. Obviously, the server needs to make revenue, but everything you buy, you get. Like, mm -hmm. it's going to be focused on cosmetics, ranks, skins, nothing that will take away from the core gameplay. No pay to win. I'm going to run events and I really want to drive in like this new kind of era of Minecraft competitive gameplay yeah. where we get casters and do commentary and esports events streamed right. on a There are no esports that people do with there Minecraft no yet, right? There are no esports with Minecraft. The closest thing would be either MCC or Twitch Rivals. Yeah. It doesn't compare to having the arena, the commentator, the casters, the teams assembled with the best people who have refined the and like honed the skills that we have developed and created. You almost want Mojang to come in I want and, them to step and officially up, quite try to do what you're doing. Yeah, there is so much missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. And in the future, if this goes well, I'm really looking to build Tubnet out into like either a game development studio so we can actually start to change games, which I think is going to be amazing. How much money have you sunk into this idea? Can you say? So it's too much to say. It's literally <laughs> a black hole. It sucks away my soul. soul. Everything. Everything. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an exaggeration, but it has taken all of it. Is that a good investment, Dad? I'm hoping so. Hoping yeah, he's so. really hoping, hoping so. so. <laughs> I want people to play Tubnet who have no idea who I am. And I want it to be when I'm like 24 and retired. Super old and yeah. wrinkly and 24. 100%. I wanted Oof. people to be able to go on Tubnet and be like, this is an amazing game company. They've yeah. made something amazing here. Regardless wanna, of your name. Yeah, because I don't want to brand it as Tubbo Network or something like that. I want it to be Tubnet. I want it to be completely separated from me. So if you know me, you're like, oh, that makes sense. It's his. Mm. But if you play it and you don't know, you're like, this is amazing. This company, every company should be like this. Right. This, is, this should be the new precedent. You just have so many passions and you're excited about so many I just, things. I feel so excited about everything. Sometimes my, I find my own excitement a little bit draining. But right now, <laughs> right now, I'm on an excitement high. I mean, I was going through the comments uh, in the community post. So many people just telling me how inspired they are by you really? and your excitement and your passion. And you've just made such a positive impact on so many people's lives. That's mental. I can't even comprehend that. I try to focus on the good things and yeah. it makes it a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? I make a lot of mistakes. Like everyone always comes to me and they're like, oh my God, how does you succeed at everything you do first time? And I have failed so many times. It's not first time. It's just I don't really talk about the failures because I'm embarrassed by it. Mm. Like failure is embarrassing, but if not for the failure, I would never be here. Many people think that when they have a failure, that means that 
they are a failure. Which and is therefore, not the case at it's all. time to, to stop, give up that thing you already failed. No reason to keep making yourself look bad or be embarrassed. Fail to... and fail properly. <laughs> it's about how you react to your failure. It's about getting up after you fail because you can fail and feel bad about it. By all means, feel shitty about failing because failing should make you feel bad because that drive you feel when you feel bad to do better is what makes amazing things. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into there. Knock, knock. Who's there? Batman. Batman who? This isn't a joke because I didn't think about a thing. <laughs> Get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to Anthony. All of the interviews are very good and he knows how to fall from the ceiling. I do know how to fall from the ceiling. He's going to teach me how to do it. The deal oh, was I show you my secret project. I've never taught anyone how to right. do it. I've never told anyone Can before. Can I fall from the ceiling ever. right now? Will you make me fall from the ceiling? Let's do it. Okay. Hi, my name is Tubbo and today I will be spending a day with Anthony Padilla. Yes! <laughs> well, there you have it. I spent a day with Tubbo and among so many things, one thing that stood out most to me is the way Tubbo sees life through the lens of what excites him most rather than focusing on the things that drain him. I'm working on such Stuff that I've dreamed of from, I just spat on you, I'm so no, sorry. No, you didn't, I caught Did it in I my not? mouth. It tasted great, what? <laughs> oh, does that make me a super spreader? <laughs> we took tests, we, we took did. COVID we did. tests. We're tested, we're tested. And hey, podcast listeners, this message is specifically for you, so open up your ear holes real wide, because I just wanted to say how much we appreciate all the comments and feedback that you guys are giving on the show, the ratings that you guys are leaving on Apple and just, just how much excitement I feel from all of you about this series. So we'd really love to learn more about you and what you're into and use that to make more creative choices about the show and the types of sponsors that we cover. And in order to do that, we'd really appreciate if you could take just a couple minutes to fill out a quick survey. So I'll go ahead and leave a link down in the description of this episode, or you can visit bit.ly slash Padilla feedback. And if you don't know how to spell Padilla by now, that's bit.ly slash P-A-D-I-L-L-A feedback. Thank you all so much.